Welcome to Socialette, your go-to source for bite-sized lessons in launching and online marketing. I'm your host, Steph Taylor, and I'm a corporate dropout turned launch strategist, helping you launch your digital products simply and successfully so you can reach more people, grow your audience, and become the go-to brand in your space. Want to swipe my signature launch framework? Download my free ebook, The Complete Roadmap for a Killer Launch at stephtaylor.co forward slash roadmap. Now sit back, relax and enjoy the show and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes released every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. Hey, welcome back to Socialette. This is episode 250, where I'm going to be telling you why the heck you shouldn't create a comprehensive course. (laughs) I've created a bunch of online courses over the last couple of years. And even though my specialty is more in actually launching them, I've learned a thing or two about course creation along the way as well. I mean, mostly thanks to Amy Porterfield and her incredible Digital Course Academy, which I will be promoting again later this year when that go when that launches so as long as you're on my email list or listening to my podcast you'll know as soon as doors are open for digital course academy again in September I think it's September this year or later this year anyway so (laughs) one of the big places that I see so many of you getting stuck with creating a course is this idea that you want to create the most comprehensive course out there, right? You want to teach your audience everything they could possibly learn about your area of expertise, but a few problems with this, right? There are a few problems with this. It's, and honestly, like the best analogy that I can find for the big reason why you shouldn't create a comprehensive course is reality TV or more specifically Love Island, right? So, the people who edit Love Island, they're sitting there watching all of this footage from all of the different cameras within the villa for 24 hours, 24 hours of footage, and they pick and choose the juiciest bits and put them together to create a show that's, I think, like an hour, two hours long that people tune in to watch every night, right? Now, imagine if those same people, the producers, they decided, okay, we're going to just instead of editing the show, we're just going to set up a channel where you can tune in and you can watch Love Island Villa 24 hours a day. All of the boring bits, all of the catty bits, everything, all the drama just for 24 hours a day rather than two hours or one hour. Would would you actually watch that? I wouldn't because that would be so boring, right? Nobody would get through an entire eight-week season and you wouldn't get that you wouldn't get to enjoy the drama and all of the things that keep us tuning in night after night into reality TV. So it's kind of the same with an online course, right? You don't want to give people everything. You want to give them one particular outcome. So in the case of Love Island, that outcome is you want to give them entertainment. You don't want to give them all of the content. They don't want to see the video. So same with your course, you're delivering one outcome, one result, you're not giving them content. So hopefully that kind of clarifies the big overarching thing here. So now I'm going to dive into like the more specific reasons why you shouldn't create a comprehensive course. And firstly, because the overwhelm is real. Now I'm talking about your students here, although I mean, as a course creator, if you try to fit everything that's in your head into an online course you're probably going to find that pretty overwhelming as well, right? But can you imagine being a student, logging into your course portal for the very first time and just seeing how much content there is 
to learn, to watch, to worksheets to fill out, that kind of stuff, right? They're going to feel a little bit overwhelmed, aren't they? I Like I certainly would. Now, the best courses that I've completed have actually been so minimal in terms of how much content they provide, but the content has been very specific. So, for example, a really good one that I did was The Copy Cure by Marie Folio and Laura Belgray. And I mean, like it's on a pretty meaty topic, right? Copywriting is not something that is easily learned, but they structured the content and didn't actually provide a huge amount of content, but the way that they structured it and created it was so that business owners like me could jump in, watch the, the trainings, fill out the worksheets, implement the content into their businesses and see the results. That was what their whole idea with the copy cure was. They didn't want to teach us to become copywriters. They didn't want to teach us all of the ins and outs of copywriting. They just wanted to give us that specific result. Okay. So that's one example. Now there's this huge misconception that the more content is in your course, the more you can charge for it. And that honestly is worthy of an entire episode on its own, but basically it's really not true. Okay. And <laughs> that's because of this very next reason, which is people don't want to learn. They want a transformation, right? They don't want content. They want that end result. They want that entertainment when they tune into Love Island. So think of it this way, right? There are two online courses teaching you how to launch a podcast. One of them's eight weeks long. One of them's four weeks long. And at the end of both of these courses, the outcome is that you have a podcast, right? So I don't know about you, but I'd be willing to pay a little bit more for the four-week one than the eight-week one because it's getting me that result a lot quicker, right? It's getting me from A to B quicker. Why would I want to spend the extra four weeks watching lessons that might not be getting me to the end result quicker? Maybe they're just filling my brain with nice-to-know stuff, but it's not actually bringing me any closer to the end goal that I want, which is to launch a podcast. So, Comprehensive courses tend to be focused a little bit more around how much content is in the course rather than the outcome that they're providing for the student. And at the end of the day, they're not buying the content, they're buying that outcome. So you need to know when you sit down to create your course, you need to know exactly what outcome you're creating, what outcome you're providing them, right? And often with a comprehensive course, this isn't so clear. Okay. Reason number three, it's not about proving how much you know. And I feel like this is an imposter syndrome thing, right? We feel like people are going to prove us wrong, tell us that we are not experts, that we don't know enough to be teaching a course. So we try to cram in everything we could possibly teach them in order to prove that we are experts, that we actually know what we're talking about. Your online course isn't the place to be proving how much you know, okay? Really, it's more about proving how quickly and reliably you can get people from point A, where they are right now, struggling with that struggle that they're struggling with. That was a lot of struggles. <laughs> from point A to point B, which is the desired outcome that they want, right? Okay, reason number four, because you will never finish creating it, okay? You are going to sit down to create your comprehensive course and as soon as you start creating, you're going to keep thinking, oh, I can include this. I can include this. Oh, I better include that. Oh, I need to include that. Oh, I also know so much about this. And it just ends up becoming this overwhelming, never-ending project that you never finish and you never launch. So by creating a course that's centered around an outcome, you can map out before you start creating your content. Okay, this is where my audience is now. This is where I need them to be. 
this is what they need to learn to get from point A to point B. Anything that doesn't help them get from point A to B doesn't go in the course. Simple. It's that easy, right? And then the last reason why is because it's a nightmare to keep a comprehensive course updated, right? Like it it does depend what topic you're teaching on. Um, For example, something like Facebook ads requires a lot more updating than something like copywriting because obviously Facebook's always changing things. But imagine if I had a course teaching every single thing anyone could ever know about Facebook ads, every little time Facebook changes something, I would have to jump in there and update it. I would be spending, like that would almost be a full-time job in itself, just updating the course. So yeah, there we go. Five reasons why you shouldn't create a comprehensive course. And also weirdly how Love Island and course creation are very similar. Anyway, so that is it for today's episode. Jump on over to stephtaylor.co forward slash roadmap to download my free roadmap for a a killer launch. Jeez, I almost forgot the name of my own ebook there. <laughs> Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And if you're enjoying the show so far, as always, really do appreciate ratings and reviews in Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Catch you next time.